Greetings, brothers and sisters in Christ, and welcome to the Innocence Redeemed podcast. I'm your host, Ray Berkman, and the title of today's show, well, it's between two different titles, really. Gird Up Your Loins being one, and 2023 is it the year of coincidences being the other. You know, it's been time for an update for a while. I've been wanting to get many rounds on for a long time, and he's been busy with his own projects, and many of you know he was recently on with Glinda, if you follow both his channel and mine. And there is a lot of ground to cover today. It's like, where do we even begin, you know? It, the events are happening so fast that we can't even keep up with them. I mean, persecution starting against Christians, uh, rumors of the economy tanking, the rumors of war increasing. You know, we got weird stuff happening in different states, which we're going to get into all of that today. I mean, folks, one thing is for sure. The judgments, the evil that's taking place in this world, it's all coming to a head. And it is getting more and more intense. And it's only going to continue as the birth pangs get stronger and stronger and stronger. We see the birth pangs of the New World Order coming. You know, to quote Daniel 7.25, And he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High. And think to change times and laws, and they shall be given into his hand until a time and times and dividing of time. Let's go over another one, Second Thessalonians 2, verse 3. Let no one deceive you in any way, for it will not come until rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness, the son of destruction, is revealed. These things are starting to happen. And I have talked about this before. They are starting to blaspheme God. They're mocking Jesus. They're mocking Christians, and it's going worse than that. And to get their control, they are going to put people into perpetual slavery. They're already trying to do that right now as I record this. What you are seeing happening is not a coincidence. It's all planned. It's all being allowed. Scripture's being fulfilled. And it's high time everyone begin to wake up and understand that this is really where it's at, and be vigilant as to what is going on around them. Remember, do not hang on to your life to save it. You want to be grounded and pulling close to the Lord right now. This is not time to be gallivanting around in the world. And I have talked about this many, 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 many times. To quote Revelation 18.4, And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plagues. Verse 5, For her sins have reached unto heaven, and God hath remembered her iniquities. Verse 6, Reward her, even as she rewarded you, and double unto her, double according to her works, in the cup with which she hath filled, fill to her double. That means, what has been sown is going to be reaped, and we are seeing that now. And people continue to sin and continue to walk around and pretend that nothing's happening. Christians are persecuting one another. This needs to stop today. When you hear this message, there is no more playing around. Do we have it? Are we clear? I don't know how else to put it. This business of throwing each other under the bus because you don't believe pre-trib rapture doctrine, I'm seeing that too. Like, oh, you don't get a slice of the cake. You don't have the double star. 
you're seeing this happen right now. Do not play into Satan's hands, okay? Because it is certainly going to be a fearful thing to fall into the hand of the living God in this time. Because remember, judgment begins with the church. And if the righteous are barely saved, what judgment awaits the wicked? The things you're seeing, the events you're seeing, people are like, pray that this doesn't happen, pray that doesn't happen. They're going to happen because this has been ordained for this time that we live. The remaining time that we have left is God's mercy. Everyone is responsible for their actions. Everyone. Me, you, everybody. We are all responsible for the way we conduct ourselves. I have talked repetitively in the last two years about walking in love and mercy. I do not see a whole lot of that happening. I see everybody out to self-serve. That's just an observation. Know them by their fruits. That is exactly why in the past I've said, what are we doing? I made the plead. I have made the plead. Come away from her. Stop acting like the world. Church is not a concert where you just sway back and forth and pretend that if you put up the force field, nothing's going to happen. Many are going to die in the coming judgments. But if your life is pure, if you are walking with the Lord, you have nothing to fear. Additionally, be cautious. There's a lot of Antichrist running around saying things, thus saith the Lord. And my warning to people doing that, you better be verifying through two witnesses anything that you get. You should never run around saying, thus saith the Lord, if you didn't get a confirmation or see it anywhere else. We are warned in many places in the word to be aware. Galatians 1.9, as we have said before, now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be under a curse. 1 John 4 verse 1, beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, for many false prophets have gone out into the world. Then we have those who preach peace, peace, peace when there is no peace. Jeremiah 23, 16-17, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Do not listen to the words of the prophets who prophesy to you. They make you worthless. They speak a vision of their own heart, not from the mouth of the Lord. They continually say to those who despise me, The Lord has said, You shall have peace. And when he says despise, that means those who want to continue to go on living in sin and that no judgment will come to them. But going on, let's start over. Jeremiah 23, 17, they continually say to those who despise me, the Lord has said, you shall have peace. And to everyone who walks according to the dictates of his own heart, they say, no evil shall come upon you. That is the problem we have right now in the apostate church. And then on top of that, you have people running around saying the Lord told them something that never happened when the truth was already confirmed in the mouth of two or three witnesses. So they were caught in their own lie and don't even realize it. I mean, you want to be sure that you are hearing from the Holy Spirit and not another spirit, because one of the tactics Satan is using right now is he is playing off of people's emotions, especially in times of crises. He's playing off them in times where things are inconvenient, trying to manipulate their emotions so that they make decisions that are not of the Lord. This has happened to me recently twice. Somebody came along and said, oh, the Lord told me that you were supposed to be my kingdom husband and you're supposed to do this ministry with me, and you're supposed to... And it's like, no, that is not what I was told, because it's confirmed through two other prophets that I know. One's a prophetess, one's a prophet. So I had the knowing that I was told in spirit, plus their confirmations, and I have words on it to back it up. More than one confirmation. 
multiple confirmations as a matter of fact. So be very careful because it's not just going to be in the church or in the body. This is going to be going on in the world. You're going to have people who are going to be trying to convince you to make decisions that you know you should not make. And, you know, many rounds and I, we're going to get into some of that today, but this is what I was talking about in one of my most recent podcasts where I said, you know, families, they'll be deceived. They're going to say, oh, you have to do this because if we don't, we can't eat. Just go along with it. It'll be okay. Guys, be sure that you know, that you know, that you know. Remember, God will not rebuke you for praying for wisdom on a certain situation. And if you do not get an answer right away, do not make a move until you do get an answer or you get a leading or direction or instruction one way or the other. There are Jezebels running around out there. There's false prophets running around out there. And those running around claiming to be prophets or prophetesses and saying, thus saith the Lord, they need to repent if they're deceived by their own hearts. Remember, the heart is deceitful above all things who can know it. So it's easy to be tricked by Satan during these times. He especially will try to play off people's fear, and that's already evident by those walking around wearing the masks. And we are in a real spiritual battle right now. So it is very important that I mention this. On the other side of the cusp, you have people running around preaching uh, peace, 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 and all these good things are coming, and oh, you know, God's going to heal our nation. He's going to bring this back. He's going to bring that back. It's like, really, do you see that happening right now? I think it's very clear where things are at. But this podcast ought to speak volumes today, if you haven't already discerned the times we're living in. And remember, Scripture says, those who mislead will themselves be misled. It is very serious. Be careful. Be very careful because there are going to be consequences for misleading somebody. Test every spirit. Matthew 7:15. Beware of false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. There's a lot of that going on. So be very aware because there's going to be opportunists out there trying to take advantage of the real believers. That said, and included, getting back to the initial point, all the things you're seeing are sacrifices. They are sacrifices to the Antichrist. It is the spirit of Antichrist running rampant. And that is very evident in what me and many rounds are going to get into today. And the time for denial, quite simply put, it's over. And everybody, when they're praying, they need to be confessing their sins. They need to be quick to repent and trying to do their best to abstain from sin. You know, it's just not time to be goofing off and playing games. And it was just too important to hold off on this any longer. And so this has been a work in process for about a week now. And at the rate events are happening, it's been one thing after another. And that's why there's been such a delay on getting this out. And this podcast is actually going to be divided into two parts because many around and I will be getting into the events taking place and where we are. And we're also going to be reviewing the Young Brand prophecy again because many rounds and I felt that it was important to get on and start talking about that. And so I didn't want to spend a whole lot of time on the intro, but what I had to open with was necessary and had to be said just due to where we are. Anyway, no more delay. Welcome to the show, Many Rounds. What do you see going on? Well, thank you, Ray. Thanks for having me on again. Always welcome. Um, What's my take on everything? Uh, <clears throat> well, 
what I'm getting is uh, that we're at the very edge of the cliff and heading right into judgment right now. I mean, the state of things the way they are, and you know what I've been I've been following some uh, news, you know, like like everyone, certain events and such that indicate that you know it's over. I mean, the country is uh, lined up for a series of judgments. And, you know, one large judgment in general, but it's just going to be like, you know, dominoes, boom, 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 boom. A week and a half ago or so, I guess it was, it was an ordinary evening. I, I just went to bed and then uh, uh, I had this dream. I did a podcast with Glenda Lomax and um, because after the dream, the next morning, I, I texted her and I, and I told her about the dream. So then she invited me on to talk about it. And uh, I think it was the next day because it, the way it worked out, it was it was a, a whole nother day went by before I got to um, talk to her about it. And I, I prayed about it some more. And what I got was um, a little bit more of an enhancement about the whole dream that uh, initially, you know, um, it just started coming to me during the day after I prayed about it. And basically the dream is this. I, I was on a beach. Well, I wasn't actually on a beach. I was near a beach, but I couldn't see the beach because there were some trees and, and some tall trees. They were kind of slim, uh, but bunched together tightly. So you, you really couldn't see through them. They're about, you know, 15, 20 feet high and you, you couldn't actually see the beach. And I was walking on a, old concrete walkway that was sort of uh, rising up to a, um, a rise. And then it, it would drop down back to the beach, but I couldn't actually see the beach. So there I am walking along this walkway and um, off to my left, there was a bench, like a four or five foot long uh, bench for folks to rest, you know, or take a break or whatever. And the bench itself was facing away from the beach. And it was just a t- typical day. Uh, the sun was out, you know, and uh, I went over and I sat down on this bench. As I'm sitting on the bench facing the other direction, I'm I'm on the left side of the bench. And there was a fellow that was sitting on the right side of the bench, you know, a couple of feet from me. And he was doing something. He was working on a cooler or I don't know what, but he was doing something over there. And there were people about, there were people walking along the path. You know, where the bench was, the it was sort of like a compact soil. You know, it was uh, just dirt. And then behind me, it was sort of like uh, some sort of town, a small beach town. I, I don't know where, you know, but I, and I didn't really pick up a lot of details about the town. But I had the sense that I was somewhere on the West Coast and I was somewhere between just north of San Diego, maybe, and maybe in Mexico, even, you know, south towards, uh, like the Rosarito beach area. If anybody's familiar with that area of Baja, but anyway, so I'm, I'm sitting on this bench and I'm like, why am I here? You know, thinking to myself. And so I noticed the wind started picking up and at first it wasn't any real big gust or anything. It was just a, a, a breeze. And then it picked up a little heavier but then it started to get really swirly. I mean, it, there was dirt flying around and, and pieces of paper and paper cups and, and, you know, just little bits of garbage here and there and leaves. There was a tree to my right off about 20 feet and it was 
you know, a good sized tree, but it was just, you know, blowing in the wind and everything and, and, and swirling around. So I look over to the guy sitting there at the, on the bench and to look at him, you know, like, what the heck, you know, and he looked at me and then he looked behind us and he, um, he basically just said, you know, store high in transit. That was, you know, the way he said it was just that. He just went, oh, you know, and I turned around and looked and I was like, oh, there was this wave that was so high that I could not make out the top of it. You know, it sort of blended in with the sky. I mean, it was, I was trying to make out the top edge of it, you know, but it was just so uh, indefined that I, I couldn't. And it was so immense and so close. I mean, it was it was right there at those trees. The base of it was already there, you know, and it seemed like it was moving in slow motion, but it wasn't. But it was sort of paused, but it wasn't. It's hard to explain that, but. It was just so huge, you know, it was just immense. And I was like, good grief. And uh, I heard people start to scream. There were some folks off to my right and off to my left. And this guy got up and started running. And I took a step and I just looked at the dirt. And I just knew, I, I, I one thing I knew right off the bat, I said, this is from God and this is judgment. And that's it, you know. And. Uh, I just looked at the dirt and I just said, Lord, I repent. I said, if this is now, if it's now, it's now, you know, and, you know, um, I'm yours, you know. So and so it got all swirly, everything. It was sort of like I, I saw like a um, like if somebody were to take a sparkler and put it about a foot and a half away from your face and it started to just spin. And, and there was all this other stuff that was spinning like in this vortex and everything just started spinning and it was just this tremendous like spinning thing in front of me and I woke up man and I was staring at my pillow but I mean my heart was pumping I got up and I walked around and it took me a couple hours to get back to sleep you know and I was trying to remember every little bit about the dream I thought you know well gosh you know what am I going to do with this you know Lord what do you want me to do so I later on during the day I I called Glinda or I texted Glinda and then we talked for a minute and then we arranged to get on with her podcast, you know, a couple of days later or whatever. So then I prayed about it. And then what came to me was that like most Christians, okay, most believers, even, you know, good heavy duty believers are like not quite comprehending the immensity of the judgment that's coming upon this country and the world, you know, the whole world, really. And the fact that it's poised right above us. I mean, it's right there. And it's going to hit like a gigantic tidal wave when it hits. There's going to be no doubt in anybody's mind after a while anyway. Um, there's Some people are going to still resist, you know, and still not realize that this is from God. You know, I just want to interject something really quick. It seems to be right now that you see a little bit of that going on, or you see a lot of it going on. Like, there's this impression that there's more time than there really is. Yeah. Yeah. That's an erroneous assumption. I, I mean, look around, you know. I mean, there's there's all these things that are going on around us every day, and it's getting more and more brazen in your face what they're doing. And basically setting up an ambush in the United States for sure. And um, well, they're having to give the illusion of freedom 
you know, so they can get their plan in place. So you just had, you know, the whole debate last night with the GOP candidates, you know, everything's yeah. going to go on, you know, like the song that never ends. And that's just not true because we already know that they're getting ready to start some kind of other lockdown, whether by COVID or climate. I've heard both. Yeah, it's all bread and circuses, man, you know, to keep everybody yep. uh, not looking through, you know, with, with very much scrutiny at, at what the heck uh, these people are actually doing. And the only people that are actually reporting about what's actually happening are people that are on the alternate media, which they're going to shut down pretty soon and, you know, uh, lock it down. So the voices that are now on it are not going to be heard anymore. That are putting the truth out of, you know, as much as they can, but it's all, it's like these people are just purposely hiding their eyes and their ears from what is going on around them. And, and, you know, it's just like it says in, uh, I think it's Isaiah about how, you know, they'll see with their eyes and they'll hear with their ears, but they won't comprehend what's going on around them so that they can be turned and repent and be saved. I mean, it's just, it's like they're drugged out in the matrix. Uh, it's just uh, hard to put it in words, really. But, I mean, it's right there in the Bible. I, anyway, I mean, look what happened in Hawaii, you know. Yeah, do you want to get into that for a moment? Because I know that you and I were discussing that earlier. Yeah. Well, you know, more and more it's coming out. There's a lot of shenanigans that were going that went on and that those people were just left to be uh, destroyed, you know. Basically, that's what happened. I mean, you had too many coincidences and too many uh, failures of this or failures of that to even think that this wasn't something that wasn't an, you know, this was an op. This was an op. And this was sort of like a precursor op and a practice run about what they're going to do with the rest of the country, you know, in order to basically uh, get us all under their thumb. Well, I was seeing videos on YouTube where they had barricades and police were turning people around to go back to the fire. Yeah. It's like, what? And the only, the only people that made it out were the people that disregarded the barricade and went around or they went off on some dirt road somewhere, you know, or managed to get on a boat and get off into the water or, or something, you know. Gosh, it was, uh, I remember seeing uh, images of the fire and, and there were some, a few guys that were trying to drive through it and they were in this traffic jam and the fire was just flaming all around them. I don't know if they even made it. In the video, I had seen that there was a guy, he was at the beach, and he had his. He was in the water, like, with his phone, because they had nowhere else to go to escape. Yeah. Like, they got in the right. ocean. Yeah. Yeah, where else are you going to go? I mean, the road was blocked off, and that was an op, okay? That was an op. And it was somewhat successful as far as they're looking at it. You know what I mean? They were able to basically accomplish what they set out to do. Well, speaking of alleged ops... I mean, I'm sure there's no coincidence either what's happening in Florida just before Hurricane Idalia hits with uh, gasoline being contaminated with diesel fuel. And they're coming and saying, well, this has happened before. It was just an accident. It's like, yeah, it was just an accident, just like the explosions over in Romania with the gas plants and, you know, similar incidents going on. No, it never happened before. I used to live in Florida. I never remember a time when gasoline just happened to be contaminated with diesel fuel right before evacuation of a major hurricane. But I'm pretty sure it's just a coincidence, just like people being turned around when there's a fire and they have to escape and they're being told that they can't and they have to jump in the water. 
or burn to death. But and it'll be okay. It'll be okay many rounds because Oprah Winfrey's at the shelter handing out pillows. Well, yeah, that's all just fluff to get people mind off it. And there's, I don't know how many fires are going off in Canada right now and elsewhere, you know, in the Pacific Northwest. And then not that fires don't happen in the summertime. They do, you know. No, they don't many rounds. That's, don't you know that's climate change? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, they can call it what they want, but it's basically part of their their op to uh, get everybody in a 15-minute city, you know, and lock them down and get control of them and institute their tyrannical tyranny. Well, they're building those. By the, for those who don't know, they're building those. Yeah. They're trialing them and, in certain places. You know, I don't know if folks understand just how evil evil it is and how they will stop at nothing and they will sacrifice whoever they feel is necessary to sacrifice to achieve their ends. And that includes many of them who are actually participating in this whole lot. Yep. So, you know, those people think they're going to uh, somehow be taken care of and they're going to get compensated either monetarily or materially or sexual favors or whatever it is they're promising them. The word is clear and it should be known. Those who lead into captivity go into captivity. Those who kill by the sword or live by the sword, they are going to die by the sword. They'll be handed over themselves when they're done being used. Yeah, because there's nothing going on that God does not see. They need to look deep down into their soul and uh, reconsider their positions. And some of them have. Some of them have become whistleblowers, you know, as a result. But then, you know, they they get land blasted and um, ridiculed and discredited. And, you know, it's the same it's the same M.O. these people have. They they'll chase you down and take you out. I mean, like, um, I I don't know the the gal's name, Karen something. I can't remember. But she was there was an article on Steve Quayle's site and he asked folks, you know, to, to pray intercessory prayer for this gal. Because she was trying to expose the fact that sheriffs have the power, if they have the testicles, to seize all of these, uh, you know, all these, basically, from, from all of the different centers that are putting them out. And seize them and, um, you know, arrest who they need to arrest. And that Pfizer is is not immune to being prosecuted. And, you know, as far as the actual law is, they are, you know, liable. And what they've done basically is murder millions of people around the whole world. And not only around the world, but a whole slew of children that parents ignorantly, you know, took their kids down to get these boxes. And now they've got kids that have these serious problems. I mean, how many supremely in-shape athletes have to drop dead or, or fall down and have a heart attack before people wake up? And they're still running they're the ads. Still, yeah, and they're still pushing it. And and people are still going down to get it because they all they hear is the mush coming from the mainstream media. Well, I and, talked to a brother the other day and he, he said he showed up at work and eight of his coworkers were all wearing masks. Him and one other were like the only two who didn't have a mask on. So, I mean, brainwashing works wonders. You know, if you've got people who do not pay attention and they repeat a lie long enough, they start to accept it that it's the truth as far as the mainstream media that is is concerned. 
or anything else. Like it's climate change. It's this, it's that. And then they're trying to go around and mock people. This conspiracy theorist says there's going to be another lockdown, that they're going to push this, that they're going to push that. And it's like, well, that's what you're doing. Go to any local news channel and you'll start to see how they're hyping it. Like COVID cases are up, COVID cases are up. And then in between, if you, even if you stream something, you know, you'll see ads and it'll say, oh, make sure you're up to date on your latest. And you know what I'm talking about there. So, I mean, the level of gaslighting, you know, that they think that we're so stupid that we're not keen to what they're doing and we know what they're up to and either which way they're determined. And they essentially want to um, do away with anybody who tries to tell the truth. Like you were saying earlier, you know, there's coming a day where we're not going to be probably on getting online much longer or they're going to make it. So you have to have certain credentials to get online because they want to create the social credit for everybody. You know, I've been saying that that's what they're going to do for quite a while now. And we know that that's all precursors to the mark. The bottom line is, their plans are to cause enough crises, whether they be through proxy wars, real wars, weather wars, you name it, to get people dependent on them. The powers that be, they want to bankrupt and consolidate everything. They're going to bankrupt and consolidate insurance and do away with it. They're going to control everything. You'll own nothing and be happy. I mean, they've already been doing it with healthcare. So what do, you, do people think that the marketplace is for and the COVID stuff was all for to consolidate everything? They want you dependent upon them so they can control everything. And then eventually they're going to move it to a ration social credit score system. That's where this is all going. That's where it's all going. And eventually that's going to be tied into the mark. And you'll be told when you can go out, you'll be told what you can have and what you can't. You'll be told what you can eat. You'll be told who you can talk to and what you can say, and when you can say it, when you can do it. You'll be told when you can travel, or if you can travel. That's why they want to mandate electric cars, so that they can control it, and they can shut down the grid whenever they want. And they've already said, get used to brownouts and electrical outages and shortages, because it's all part of the whole climate change agenda and Green New Deal and the reset that they've been pushing. That's why they're trying to use all these crises to get everyone all stirred up and in fear so they get used to the idea that they have to live with less and less and less and less. And they don't care if they kill millions of people doing it. As Christians, we only need to remember one thing, and that is not to take their mark and not to deny Jesus. Yeah. I mean, these and you know, people are... I nailed all that during 2021 when all that madness was going on, you know, and I'm not going to keep for the longest time I was stuck on all that. And I'm like, I'm not going to keep going back to it. But you know, if you haven't even understood it now and people are trying to show you and you still don't get it, I don't know what it's going to take at this point. Well, the people in the United States are going to find themselves slaves because they didn't do anything. You know, they didn't look into the truth of what's going on. And how many people that are attending church on a regular basis actually read their Bibles? you know, thoroughly and actually study it and pray and ask God to drop revelation on them and show them what's going on. I mean, deep down, I think they know that something's not right. But when push comes to shove and they hear all this, you know, fear spouting from the MSM, they get scared and they and they think, oh, well, you know, we have to do the right thing. Oh, my goodness, we have to be patriots. We have to do all this stuff. And Oh, global warming is such a terrible thing. Oh, my goodness. You know, we need to shut down our cars and, and go electric and all this sort of stuff and blah, blah, blah. And our lawnmowers are putting out bad stuff. And, oh, my goodness. 
you know, and they they hear it every day. And so they start to believe it instead of looking at it objectively and going, wait a minute, man, you know, that's a bunch of baloney. What, What about volcanoes that are going off? What about all this other stuff? You know, it's polluting the air. And, you know, I mean, there's been fires for centuries and, and there's been cows for centuries. There's been pigs for centuries. There's been, you know, all these animals farting every day. And, it, it you know, the earth was fine. And, uh, you know, greenhouse gases and, and da, 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 all this garbage. But, you know, they don't look and say, well, gee, Mars is heating up, too. And Jupiter and a few other planets are heating up. I wonder why is our, you know. A V8 Chevy putting out so much crap that it's affecting Mars? I don't think so. You know, come on, you know, pull your head out. <laughs> Good grief! But, yeah, it's, it's um, getting it's getting ridiculous. It's the lies are so obvious, but they're they're on there spouting it off every morning on the morning news. Like, oh, we need to do this to conserve, and you need to get your latest. <laughs> oh, well, you you better get your <laughs> for the winter, and you know yeah. all this and heat and, and these people are afraid, right? Well, where's the faith? You know, where's the faith in Jesus Christ to say, Lord, you know what? I'm not going to sweat this because I know you got me covered. You know, I'm asking you to, to protect me and my family, put a hedge of protection around us. And that's all I need to do. You know, amen. And, uh, and, and you know, and to hell with your mask, because really the mask itself is actually a, causes problems with people's um, lungs and sinuses and everything else because they're. They're rebreathing their carbon dioxide and they're dirtying their blood. It's sort of like, you know, the acid when they, when they're up there in the spaceship, their filters start to get clogged up like in Apollo 13, you know, and they start feeling funny because their brains are getting polluted with carbon dioxide. Well, look at the rash but, it causes. I mean, there's a reason not to sound gross, but there yeah. was a reason they called it diaper face and di- you know, and it, cause it makes a rash on your face. Cause you're breathing yeah. out excrement and bacteria that, cause you know, everyone does not brush their teeth after they eat. Yeah. And even if you did, your, your mouth is still the dirtiest place on earth. That's right. And you know, you're just spreading all that vapor from your lungs and your mouth all, all over the inside of your skin under that mask. And that mask is sort of like, uh, using a chain link fence to stop a mosquito. Cause if there was something really bad out there, that ain't going to do diddly squat. You know, when I was in the military, they used to have us do these, uh, nuclear biological chemical drills, you know, to practice, uh, NBC preventative, you know, stuff. Yet you, you had a gas mask and you had certain filters in the mask. And then you had a mop suit, which was this big, heavy, thick suit that you had to wear. In case there was a chemical attack or something, and the stuff got on your skin or or, or hit your uniform, right? You, well, you had this protective layer over you, uh, allegedly to protect you from that, right? And it ha- it had charcoal uh, lined in it, you know, and all that stuff. And it took about you know on a good day seven minutes to put it on. And uh, it was like if you got nailed with with a chemical biological attack right at your location. You know, just you might as well just walk over to a tree and lay down because you're dead, you know, or you're dying. And it was just ridiculous, you know, and you had to have the right filters for the right chemical agent. And if they were to hit you with some chemical agent that wasn't on your list, you were toast, you know, and it it might be good for uh, like when they throw uh, tear gas, you know, and stuff like that. 
But anything more severe than that, and they do have a lot of stuff that's a lot more potent and a lot more severe. One drop, one drop or two, and and the whole stadium is dead. You know what I mean? So it's just stupid. I always felt it was just stupid. I mean, if if anybody were to do some research on all of the different types of uh, biologicals and all the different types of chemical weapons that they have, you'd realize that it was just sort of like a gesture mainly that was all it was it was to make all the troops feel a little better but i'll tell you what one thing it did was dehydrate you very quickly because you're wearing this heavy suit and when we trained with them i was in uh we were in fort Irwin, and then once at camp roberts which is on the coast of uh, california there up by san luis obispo well it was a like 115 degree day and it just so happened to be that and we were out there training with these mobs on. And, you know, I was in prime shape, man. I was in my 20s, late 20s. And we were out there running around. Well, we had guys falling over, dropping on the ground because they were they became heat casualties because they weren't drinking enough water. And, and I was harping on my guys constantly to drink down your canteen, drink down your canteen, drink down your canteen. And I was drinking a lot of water. And I'll tell you what, even though I was drinking gobs of water, I started feeling a little lightheaded myself. And I, at one point, I just threw the mask off and I took the I took the shirt off and wrapped it around my my ruck and just said, "Forget this." And uh, and then about an hour later, it came down from higher. Well, we can all take a big break now because duh, they realized they were having you know guys falling over heat casualties having to be medevaced out and, and it and it was like it was a stupid whole idea to, to do it on that day anyway but in wartime you know you've got even more intense uh situations going on and and people shooting at you and it's like you can't hear anybody talk guys are yelling in through those masks right and you're trying to convey a message to your squatties and they can't hear you and there's all this you know explosions going on and all this other stuff going on and it, it just makes warfare 10 times more difficult, you know. And it, I mean, it, not that it isn't difficult enough on a good day when you've got mortars going off all around and your ears get blown out and somebody's rat tat tatting a machine gun right next to your head um, and you can't hear anything anyway. It, you know, it, it's a miserable thing. So anyway, I forgot where I was going with all that. Well, we were talking about so, how they're bringing back the masks and all that and. We were talking about the lockdown earlier, too, and where they want to bring that and how that relates to everything with the disasters and the fires. And I said to I said to a brother recently, I said, you know, if they can't burn you out, they'll flood you out. If they can't flood you out, they'll hurricane you out. If they can't hurricane you out, they'll tornado you out or they'll freeze you out. Yeah. Or they'll just come up in your front door and smash it in and take you out. Or they'll cause some trains to derail. Did you see that article on Hal Turner, how they found um, derailment devices throughout the country? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we still have fires going on. Food production facilities, supplement facilities. It's like, come on now, can you not see a pattern here? Yeah. Well, it's going to get real real drastic here pretty quick, man, because there's already shortages of food so bad that the military is having trouble feeding some of their troops and some of their bases. I think they're giving them vouchers or something to go out in town and get some bite to eat, you know, for some of them. But uh, that's a little indicator. And I mean, has anybody noticed, you know, that the food you're buying to the food you're you're purchasing 
doesn't have the same quality that it did a year and a half ago or two years ago. It's sort of like it's been diminished. I mean, I, I don't know how to do it exactly, but I know that the bread isn't as good as it was. It's lighter. It, it has nothing to it. The cereals, they're just junk. It's made with bioengineered ingredients. Yeah. I, well, it, it was it was made with that before, but now it's even less. You, you're buying the same volume, but the actual density of the material is is less. And so, for the, you know, really, you're getting a whole lot less bang for your buck, and uh, and your your nutrition value is just, you know, diving into the sewer. So you eat, and then 15 minutes later, you're still hungry, and you're wondering why. I ha- I had a good sized meal, you know, but it, it's just you're you know. So it's like make homemade bread, you know, get, get some really good wheat, get it now, but why you can, because it's, it's going to, it's going to dry up pretty fast. The stores, you know, they're playing weird games with the, with the aisles, making them wider and all this other stuff they're doing, you know, to make everything look like everything's okay, but it's not okay. And there's shortages of this and shortages of that. And they're playing all kinds of weird checker games with, with the trucks to keep up this facade that everything's still uh, a number one okay and and Bidenomics is working great, you know. When As really, the prices continue to go up on everything, you know, I mean, Revelation six six, we're talking about you know the third seal, and when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, "Come and see," and I beheld, and lo, a black horse, and he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand, and I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, "A measure of wheat for a penny." and three measures of barley for a penny, and see thou hurt not the oil and the wine. So clearly, you know, we're heading in that direction. So you, what you were just saying, you know, you're paying more for less. Yeah, the, people are getting laid off left and right. And uh, and the, ener- the prices of energy and the temperatures, it's like they're deliberately, as they raise the price of energy, you notice yeah. that the heat has been unrelenting. Yeah. It's like the perfect storm is forming out there and it's ready to drop on everybody's head. I mean, that wave, that's what I was going to tell you was the revelation that I got about that dream was that you've got sleepy Christians sitting on a bench looking the other way with this gigantic wave right behind them. And they don't even see, they don't know. They're going to think everything's okay and the wind's going to pick up and boom, that it's over. You know, that's kind of what I got from the dream. It's like most of the church going, Christianity that's going to these guys that's pumping them full of wind and air are in the dark and they don't understand that they've got a gigantic wave, man, thousands of feet high. It's about ready to pounce on them. Well, maybe that's the the Baja blast on the, uh, yeah, I wanted to cover that. Yeah. I want to cover that really quick. I don't know how many people knew about that. Mm -hmm. Now I found this interesting. Yeah. I found this interesting because now Dutch since posted this and somebody else had shown this to me and I don't know if there's anything to this or not, but I just find it interesting. These are dew flavors, not joking. Maui burst, hmm. Baja blast, code red, live wire, voltage, spark, voodoo, berry monsoon, sweet lightning, frostbite, atomic blue, Southern shock. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little weird. Now, there may not be anything to that, or maybe there is, but interesting. It's like the devil has to kind of show what he's going to do before he does it. Well, like through movies. You know, well, we've yeah, t- we've he, talked about that before. All kinds of media. But know? it's all around us. Advertising. advertising. 
um, all that stuff, you know. He's the prince of the power of the air, so whatever they can put out in the air or whatever, they expose themselves in some sublime way. Well, they're making their Luciferian sacrifices before they bring on the Antichrist. That's what they're trying to do. And what Christians have to understand is they are going to suffer and have to endure through these times until the end, whatever that end may be. Yeah. For some folks, it was yesterday. You know, for the people in Hawaii, it was a week ago. Yep. Um, good grief. Overseas, there's a lot going on, too. You know, it's it's not just here. But, you know, like I said, what I've getting is... We're really, really close, man. And I've been watching, you know, events that would indicate that outline that we went over with Chuck Youngbrandt and what he put out years ago in the 70s or whatever it was. And the events that are up on deck right now, there's been a lot of it's already been fulfilled. And then in my estimation, in prayer, we're actually partway through the first year of this whole thing, which means that... The second year of what he was talking about, sometime in the summer, okay, the bottom line is that sometime in the summer of the second year is when we have this huge earthquake in the Midwest. And, uh, you know, 37 days later, the Chinese and the Russians uh, attacked the United States with a thermonuclear attack. And that's all she wrote after that. You know, or maybe even during that time, they're invading. I mean, they're just going to be coming through here like stuff through a goose. But it's probably around 93 degrees right now where I am. And in, in the day, it was 104 or 5 during the day. Well, they and have it's to. It's been like that for a couple of weeks now. Well, the plan, I believe, is to overwhelm the electric grid. That's why they're pushing the electric yeah. cars and everything. And then you have blackouts and burnouts and everything else happening. Yeah. I mean, it's just a coincidence. Get everybody on electric and then create a heat wave and then tell everybody, oh, we don't need air conditioners. We'll power everything by solar. You know. Yeah. Ain't no way. Those things are weapons, by the way. Electric cars, I don't trust them. You know, those things have battery packs. Have you ever seen them try to put a fire out on a Tesla before? Yeah, they burned up a bunch of boats already. They had a whole bunch of those cars on them. Not to you mention know, they, the chemicals. Yeah, salt water in those batteries does not mix. Once that salt water gets on them, man, they corrode and then they explode. And that's it. So if you're living there near a beach, you know, you might not want to have one of those cars because that salt vapor is gets in the air and it'll accumulate all, all over the terminals of the batteries. And eventually, you know, you could you could wake up to your house in flames because your car's in the garage burning with a fire that is not easily put out from what, you know, I've seen as far as the firemen having to use thousands of gallons of water to try to put out a fire in one of these cars. Yeah. But, uh, so ban gas cars, ban gas generators just in time for all of this. Isn't it coincidental? Yeah. Right. Because they want everybody walking or riding a bicycle, you know, you're going to live in your 15 minute city. And so you don't have to go very far to exist. No, oh, you'll own nothing and be happy. Minutes. You know, the reality is your 15-minute city is going to be a 10-minute concentration camp, okay, somewhere. And you're going to be working for somebody in China and uh, probably in, in China after they throw your butt on a boat and drag you over there. You know, that, I mean, that's that's the ultimate outcome of all this. <laughs> Try telling that to people. You know, they, it's like, oh, that'll never happen here, man, blah, blah, America, rah, rah, you know. We're going to make it better. We're going to build it better. 
Well, that's just exactly what Isaiah 9.10 says as a warning. And that was what 9.11 was all about. And that was the start and, of it all. Yeah, I mean, read Jonathan Kahn's book, The Harbinger. The Harbinger. Yeah, read yeah. The Harbinger. They used to be available at Walmart, but I don't know anymore. But um, you can order it. And he's written four or five other books since then about what's going on right now. I mean, look how they're pumping this uh, soon-to-be arrival of the UFO people, you know, and the Nephilim and all that. I mean, you've, you've got – it's more and more and more and more into the news because they're trying to groom everybody to receive it, and it's bad news. I mean, these people are just coming here to eat you, these entities, these snakes, basically. Snakes only do one thing. They kill. That's what they do. And there's only one way to get rid of a snake, and that's to kill it. So there you go, you know. And they mean to kill us first, though, you know. And they're basically just a, a, a whole race of devils that got kicked out of heaven. Which is what they're doing now. They're killing as many as possible. That's on the start because they know they can't control everybody. So it would be easier just to take everybody out in all these events they quote-unquote call climate change or whatever. Like, it's just a coincidence. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're turning the world into Borg world so the Borg can live here and eat us or whatever. I mean, they know their time is short, man. So that's why they're ramping it up. In a few months, or maybe after we get nuked, certain entities come back out of the woodwork or out of the bunker and say, oh, how fortuitous it was that you guys showed up to help us, you know, and they're going to say, oh, yeah, we've got all these magnificent technologies to give you, you know, stop using nuclear weapons and all this stuff and everything will be okay. And here signs and wonders receive, receive your, you know, bionic uh, section of brain or whatever, you know, and become one of us or whatever, I, I you know, whatever lie they're going to pump, but it's the mark of the beast basically. And this whole ramp up, uh, the last couple of years and continuing now, you know, it, it's basically to get everybody with this funky DNA in their body that is going to make them more amiable and controllable and malleable for the Nephilim that had come. You know, their brains have been altered. Their souls have been wrecked. And there's only one answer. If people have taken that stuff, repent and get down on your knees and ask God to heal you and follow him with everything you have because yes there is no there's no cure there's no there's no cure for it except Jesus Christ that's the only cure man so if you haven't taken any of this stuff thank the lord you haven't i feel for the people that have and and, and that have given it to their kids and now they've got all these medical problems and they're dead or they're dead they i mean how many People, do you know that have been affected by this stuff? Everybody, I think, knows somebody that has been adversely affected by this juice. You know, I mean, they don't let you talk about it on YouTube. Why? Soon, other platforms are not going to let you talk about it either. Yeah, by the way, I just want to let everybody know that's the reason you're hearing a doorbell when a certain word is being said, because uh, that's mainly due to YouTube and the antics they're pulling. Not even sure if this whole thing will make it up there, but just uh, certain words, you know, are no longer safe to say, as it were. By the way, while we're on this topic many rounds, 
I heard something recently that The Who had come out and uh, said something um, about, oh, we never told anybody they had to take it. Yeah, right. Well, that, that, every time they move their lips, they lie. So they're lying, you know? Well, what they said was, if you took it, then you did so by your own choice. We never told you you had to take it or that it was mandatory. People did so at their own choice. And really, they did because of all the propaganda and brainwashing. But I mean, we know the truth that they told people like they were making it look like you have to get it. You have to take the Kool-Aid or else. You know, they say out of one side of their mouth, oh, you don't need to get it. On the other hand, you need to get it or else. Yeah. Well, you know, in in the future, very soon here, they're not going to be so nice. And they're going to force people to take that junk by physical means. They'll snag you and throw you on the ground and pump you full of their juice. You know, that was going on, got, by the way, with handicapped children when um, yeah. that whole thing started. I, was, I saw videos coming out where kids were, even adults, like they were disabled and they were unable to fight back and like they were being held down and injected against their own will. Yep. And every one of those people that participated in that is going to have to answer to God. You know? And uh, I hope one of them's out there and, and, they, and they hear this because they're going to have to answer to him. And uh, we're all going to have to answer to him. But well, what know, about the ones who said that Jesus would have taken it? I mean, are, yeah. you know, are you kidding me with this? Right. Well, they're heading for hell in a hurry. I'll tell you that. They're going to say a lot of things about Jesus and about God that are going to be so out, outrageously outlandish and, and ban the Bible and, and ban us. You know, Jesus came right out and he, he said... In Matthew 24, they yeah. would stage a false return of the Messiah. If they say he's in the desert, go, they're not. Right, right. Exactly. So, so the whole pre-trib rapture thing, do you think that what they're going to do as far as that's concerned is stage a false rapture and literally just be taking people? Because I could yeah. see them doing that. They'll do something. He said it was going to be so convincing that even the elect would be taken into in if he didn't shorten the days. That's right. You know, And that's happening Whenever right now. Yeah, so whatever con game they have, it's going to be very convincing. Yep. And I'm just going to come right out and say it. There's those who are persecuting, saying, oh, if you don't believe, you're not going, you're not going to be raptured out of here. You're, not, you're going to get left behind. It's like, well, I'd rather get left behind than get taken on an alien craft and eaten for dinner. Yeah. Well, a lot of those folks are going to be pulling the, the preachers that preached all that stuff right out of their pulpits. Yeah. And they're going to ask them, why, why didn't you tell us the truth? You know? And they're going to be taking somebody out of that crowd in that church, and they're going to say, does anybody know the truth here? Does anybody really know what's going on? You know, and somebody's going to say, well, I know something. I know a little, you know, and they're going to listen, and they're going to listen in the fear, like they're going to be drinking it like the water they never drank because they didn't drink any, you know. They've been drinking fluff and a bunch of steer manure all this time. And, and gosh, you know, it's it just, it's it just, it, it's a sad state because these people are going to be so disappointed and so utterly feel betrayed. You know, I, I, I wouldn't want to be in those preacher's shoes, man, on that day. And uh, we went over that with that uh, brother Bob and uh, Al Cuppet broadcast we did. Yes, you did. And, uh, you know, if anybody wants to hear that again, go, go listen to it again, because that is how it's going to be. I mean, I've seen some things about that and, um, it's moving in that direction. 
Yeah, it tears your guts out. You know, it, it's it's just it's just rough, just really rough. We're watching you know, in real time the blow by blow takedown of the United States, and uh, these are like a series of traps that are occurring right now. You know, drastic moves by the enemy, you might say, to corral everybody up and brand them. I mean, that's basically the bottom line. And eliminate whoever they feel like eliminating, eradicating them. You know, there's a lot of things going on right now that are pointing towards that the ultimate conclusion of the matter, which is just uh, a complete takeover and institution of this new world order that they want to ramrod down our throats like they ramrodded down the election, you know, through and they ramrodded the COVID garbage through. And, uh, you know, it, it seems so unbelievable that a lot of folks don't want to believe it. I and mean, still, you know, they don't want to see what's obvious right out in the open. You know, I, I mean, I, I'm, <laughs> I've warned people you know, and they shun me. That's okay. Whatever. You know, the Lord said, don't cast your pearls before swine and all that. You know, even in that, I, I still try to warn folks if they got an ear to hear it. That's all we can do. You know, I'm not a prophet. I'm just like a watchman. You might say somebody that's just keeping track of what's going on. Yeah. With a, with, with some spiritual and, you know, uh, enhancement from God that he lets me know when something's like he'll ping at me, you know what I mean? He'll, he'll ping. It'll look like, oh, okay, on my radar. And so I just keep track of it. And I write, I write down notes. You know, I follow what's going on a little bit. I don't jump to conclusions, you know, but I, I'm observing and I, I'm just trying to make an intelligent decision. I mean, if the watchman, you know, what do you see? I see a, I see a lion coming, you know, and he's mad. Uh, that's just the way it is. So think about it you got you got california got nailed right hawaii just got whacked pretty good and now florida's in the crosshairs and it's not like weather modification is is a new thing okay it's been going on since you know after world war ii and during world they've war II. been admitting that yeah and they're good at it i mean they they do mess around with the weather if it is it's so dangerous to do that because you start throwing weather patterns around where they're not supposed to be you know, the natural course of where they would have went isn't going to happen, which, you know, and God and his wisdom put it all in place so that it all worked out in a balance. Well, it's all out of whack now. And then check it out. The other day, the gas is, was contaminated in Florida, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, you don't know if you got a bad tank or not. They're saying, oh, we're going to clean them up and we're going to clean them out and all this stuff. That's easily said, but it's not easily done. Okay. If you dump diesel fuel into a tank where gasoline was or is, it's just a mess and it, and it will really mess up vehicles. And to clean that tank out is a major undertaking. You, you know, you just don't vacuum it out and use a swab, you know? Well, that's not including I mean. the damage it's going to do to other people's vehicles. And did you, I'm sure you heard that there's um, stuff going on over in Greece. They're saying there's arsonists and then there's stuff going on in Romania. There was an explosion over in Romania. Did you see that? Okay. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, it was a gas facility. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know who's I mean, doing these, but it's like things just, con they're starting to spontaneously combust and gas facilities are blowing up just the same as it seems like warehouses are catching on fire. Yeah. I mean, well, either so we're doing, 
we're either doing tit for tat warfare here or the powers that be are just doing this to everyone. Or we suddenly have a huge problem with gross incompetence and negligence. Well, it's warfare because they, they want they want to basically, uh, you know, bring uh, free travel to a stop. You know, everybody's going to be more inclined to cooperate with the authorities if, you know, they're squeezed in such drastic ways. Now, it's very possible that uh, there could be a, a tremendous disaster hit Florida right now. You've got storms on the east and storms on the west. And that gal Celestial put out months ago, okay, about how a series of storms are going to come in and hit Florida and Texas. And they were going to get a lot of rain, way more rain than any normal level. And they were going to know, you know what flooding was about. And literally, I mean, the water was going to reach a level to where anybody under four feet was going to have a really rough time, which means children, right? And it seems like a lot of these events are targeted towards the kids. You got this anomaly over there in Hawaii right now, the, the kids that are missing kids, right? Where are the kids? Where are they? Well, where'd they go? Somebody had to take them out of there. And is it, you know, the, are they burning the evidence? Is that what's going down? And it's like, I, I've heard before, and I, and I just got a gist, you know, that um, watch your children. Be really careful with your children right now. Because uh, there's just going to be a lot of people you know, suddenly become missing or, or, or out of here. And nobody's going to be able to tell you where they are. So, like, you know, when these things start to become much more uh, obvious and evident, it's not the rapture, okay? The rapture deal, well, you talk to the people in Lahaina right now about the rapture, okay? You talk about those folks, those parents that went through all that and, and they don't know where their kids are. And um, you tell, ask them, you know, where's the rapture? How come we didn't get snagged out of here to safety? Because that's what the preacher told us was going to happen. We were told we're not going to have to go through any of this. Well, it's happening in other countries. It's happening here now. It's like they've turned the weapons from other nations that they've been practicing with and using and honing down to perfection. Now they're turning them on the on the population of the United States and the people of the United States. They turned them around. Now they're pointing at us. You might want to educate your kids and say, look, if they ever try to corral you up and throw you on a bus to take you somewhere, you know, against your will, or tell you that they're going to take care of you somewhere, they're going to put you on a bus and, and drive you to a safer location, blah, blah, blah. Don't believe it. You know, tell your kids, run for that fence and jump that fence and get the heck out of there and run for your life because you're probably never going to see those kids again. And I don't know what is going on exactly, but I know that at some point they're going to round up every child they can. They're going to entrap the parents too. Yeah. They may entrap the parents and drag them off too. So, uh, you know, to a camp or to some undisclosed location that's top secret or whatever. But uh, just be aware that these people are the lowest of the low. Okay. And they're sinister. They're evil and they will do what evil does. So don't trust them. When they move their lips, they lie. Okay. I don't know why people can't get that, but when they move their lips, they're lying or they're repeating a lie that they've been told. The evidence of that is like when you see a news report in Albuquerque and it's the same exact news report in Phoenix, you know, 
or in uh, Portland or Chicago. It's the same news report. It's mind control. It's a bunch of garbage. And they just do this blah, 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 to bang it in your brain so that you trust them. But just think for yourself. Use your own brain that God gave you. They want to take everybody's kids for some sinister purpose. And that includes yours, okay? And they'll do some evil, dastardly deeds to these kids somewhere. It's a resource for them. Basically, the bottom line is it's some sort of satanic resource that they feel that they can just come take anytime they want. Well, to sacrifice it, because they're going to be bringing on the AC soon. The way they look at it, they own your kids. They own you. Okay? They think they own you. And with the mind control and the brainwash, they do, in a way, own people. And, uh, you know, they're just another resource, okay, for their sick, sick, perverted appetites. So please just watch your children really close. Don't let them out of your sight. I, for one, when I'm out with my kids, I don't go anywhere, anywhere without being armed. And I'm also alert about what's going on around me. I just watch. You can call me paranoid all you want, but that don't mean you know you ain't being followed. Call me paranoid, you know. But look at all the, how many missing children there are in the country right now. And how many have been just taken? And then they got movies out now about how these people have been snagged and bagged and taken to other countries to use for sex slaves. It's like that's a new thing. No, it's been going on for years and with the government sanction okay these people are sickos sick and they want to push their sick on you and make it legal and they're going to legislate laws that make it so you know it's going to be okay to boink your horse or you know sleep with your dog or whatever it is you pervertedly want to do so let's get real here this is the kind of evil we're up against and uh you know the thing with Hawaii, now they're boarding up at the whole area there that burned out with screens and stuff so people can't actually look in there and see what the heck they're doing now. And, you know, that's a red flag to me. That's just like, you know, why, what are you trying to hide? Why would you, why would you try to hide it? Yeah, if it was such you know? a, if it was just a natural fire, why put a lid on it? Yeah. And the areas that they hit, you know, were some of the poorest neighborhoods that, that existed in that area. And those people are going to be hard pressed, you know, to be able to rebuild. And it's like providing them a cash option, I guess, or whatever. So if they want to sell their land, uh, they can. And these guys are more than willing and more than ready to offer an offer, you know, to get them out of there. And so what's really going on there? You know, what is really going on? I mean, they they killed several birds with the same stone when when that thing hit. and why all the weird fires, you know? I, I was in California, you know, back in 2020, 2019, 2020, when we had some of the fires roll through there in the Sierras. And there were people that took photographs, you know, and video of these uh, strange laser beams that were shooting out of the sky and hitting, you know, out in the middle of nowhere in the forest. These weren't lightning bolts. Not that lightning doesn't start fires, but, you know, come on, really, you know? We know they have these weapons, and they're using them. And it's like there's nowhere on the earth, except for maybe uh, where some serious weather is existing, 
to block the beams where this stuff can't be used. So it's just another tool that you use to get everybody corralled up. And if you're near the coast or Florida, you know, or in Hawaii, you may really want to consider getting out of there because the weather and the, the oceans are going to get so dangerous that it's going to be, you know, unwise to be in, on the coasts. People have been warning about this for years. Just this morning, um, one of the gals I subscribed to, her site is uh, NWO Nemesis. And, I mean, she's just sold out. She's sold out to Jesus Christ, you know. And she gets a lot of different aspects of this whole thing. This morning, she said, basically, get out of Hawaii. Just get out, okay? And get out, get away from the coasts now. Because she was shown, like, there's just going to be a lot of water-type events that are going to occur. And it's like, how big do the letters have to be on the wall, you know? I mean, they're pretty big. The writing's on the wall. So don't mess around. People need to stop giving everything the benefit of the doubt and living in denial. Yeah. Because this is 2022 and 2023, I'll tell you, and really beyond that, 2020 and 2021. I mean, we're not in the time of coincidences anymore. No, this is a war. And, you know, most of us are not even engaged. And uh, it's a spiritual battle, but it's it's manifesting in the physical. So you better be ready for both. Just the way it's going to be. And these people mean to kill us all. That's their whole goal. You know, the enemy, his main goal is to kill, steal, and destroy, right? Yes. Well, you can see what it, what's happening. A lot of stuff and people are getting killed, and a lot of stuff's getting destroyed, and a lot of stuff's getting stolen. There's likely going to be some serious riots. There already are people willy-nilly in gangs and roving gangs just barging into places and stealing everything in sight. With impunity. I mean, the cops don't do anything or they get there later afterwards or whatever. But maybe they've been told to stand down, let, let these people just run their gauntlet and then uh, we'll, they'll pick up the pieces after. But I don't know, you know, but it just seems like it. More lawlessness and more lawlessness because truth has left a room. Didn't you tell me something? I know after we had um, wrapped up recording, you had told me that there was some incident going on also in Florida with a guy who was putting something under a door with a syringe or something? Oh, yeah, there was a there was a video of it. And uh, it was a Chinese guy. Okay, he was a student at some university there, I guess. And he was caught on camera. The camera was very well hidden in the bushes next to the door. And he didn't see it. And he just walked up there. He, he, he popped up the cap off a syringe and he squirted it toward the opposite corner of the hinge side of the door and squeezed some concoction in the house and the people got sick and they had kids in there and they got you know messed up it was some concoction some weird thing that he made up you know but it's like watch your six you know be careful because think about all those chinese dudes who came across the border right what are they doing now you know and all these other people that came across the border that may be uh, inclined to do harm to the country and basically, you know, increase the wearing down of the population to the point where it's going to be just a drive through for them later, you know. But these people are sinister, very sinister, very, very evil. I don't put anything past these people. 
Well, and it's going to become part of the problem reaction solution. Here's the problem. They're allowing it in. Reaction people are going to panic and be scared. Solution, oh, well, we'll keep you safe. We'll keep you safe at the expense of your rights and to corral you even more. Yeah. Everyone's a suspect. Instead of panicking, they ought to be, you know, doing some homework and research it with vigor and prepare with vigor, okay, and prayer and get down with the Lord and say, okay, what do you want me to do? Take it all. Just show me what you want me to do. And it's, be vigilant. You know, it's not the time yeah. to sleep and slumber. No, you have to be, you know, on your toes. And um, I, I read some comment on that gal's site, you know, and this one lady said, well, I'm in Florida, you know, and uh, I can't go anywhere. I, you know, I can't move away from here, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, can you afford a bus ticket? You know, I mean, come on. Look what happened in Hawaii, okay? If those people would have got a heads up, and maybe some of them even did, to get out of there and they were like, Oh, I, I got to get moving vans and all this stuff and all this. It's just blah, blah, blah. And I don't want to lose my life. Right. Well, the gal even quoted that. She said, he who tries to save his life will lose it. And I said, well, if you believe that, then get a bus ticket and get out of there. God will provide where he guides, you know, leave the junk and just go. And if, and if nothing happens, it'll still be there. Get a bus ticket and come back. But, if you leave and the whole place just gets washed away, then, you know, you don't need to go back. And from what I understand, from what I've seen, Florida's going, you know, eventually it will sink. It, it's going to break off and sink, you know, as a, as a result of some large quake. But right now, I mean, you, you know, you're talking about you got an ocean on one side, an ocean on the other side, and you got storms and just like little celestial had seen they're just going to be crowding in over the land until they meet each other and the whole place will be underwater for a while i mean four feet of water is no joke well it's interesting and i think i mentioned this i know i've mentioned it now i can't remember if it was when i had you on or i know we talked about it at one point that there were like 12 or 13 insurance companies pulling out of florida yeah they know something we don't you know and I would imagine that the banks are tied in with the people that do know what's coming. And they know about this thing out in space. And they just don't, they, they're not going to announce, well, guess what? This thing's going to create havoc, flip the planet upside down on its way out of here, you know, and cause the oceans to just, you know, swish back and forth all over the place. We're not going to tell you that. But buy our insurance. <laughs> I mean, come on. These people don't give a rat you know, behind about us. They're only caring about their bottom line, you know. Well, they've been caught in lie after lie after lie. Yeah. And I caught something where there was some military movements. I forget where I read it now. Please forgive me, everyone. I read a lot of stuff. But there's been stockpiling or military gear that's been stockpiled near Chicago, in Illinois, um, Springfield, somewhere in these government-owned warehouses where they have these stashes of weapons and they're parked there for all these goons that that they're going to hire to go around and take your stuff and take you out, throw you on a truck and drive you to some camp. I mean, it's as simple as that. Well, they're getting ready for something. And did you hear about the emergency alert? Yeah. Yeah. We didn't. yeah. Yeah. We stop a recording and then I start to get to work on it to get it out. And then I have to delay it even more. To add more stuff mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, I know. It's, it stuff's happening so quick. Yeah, you can't even yeah. keep up with it. 
Yeah. But, so, you know, I figure, well, may as well it better it be delayed for a few days to uh, get everybody as much information as possible, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's been guys, man, that have tried to put this out, and they're dead now. Okay? Astronomers, you know, people that uh, worked at observatories and such that were going to be like whistleblowers or whatever. And there's whistleblowers right now running for their lives. So evidently something's up, and they don't want the word getting out. They want to keep people in the dark as much as possible. So. And they're doing a pretty good job of it. Well, you know, all I can say to that is they're going to be the ones who are hiding in the caves and begging the mountains to fall on them when the sheer terror arrives that the Lord's going to bring for all their filthy deeds. And for the record, that's quoting Revelation 6, 15 through 17 for anyone who doesn't know. Yeah, it's just like it says in Daniel, you know, the people that do know their God will do exploits and the people, you know, and they will instruct many. Amen. And so and that's why there are these voices in the wilderness crying out saying hey wake up you know wake up and uh trying to do the best they can you know with whatever meager resources they have it's happening right in front of us now you know and be prepared i mean there's they say oh i can't leave my i can't because i got family here and i got you know this here and that here and la da da well like myself you know God had me move away from where I was. I obeyed him. You know, I obeyed him. And by the way, there were blessings in that obedience. Yes. Oh, many blessings. You know, and I have talked about this many, many, many times yeah. and many. And it's amazing to me. And I've seen this firsthand. Like, well, let me make excuses to stay where I am. Yeah, I know. But, the, you know, the people that I was with before. OK, I I tried to con I tried to convey to them. Hey. Let's go somewhere else. Let's start somewhere else fresh, start somewhere that's safer for one. Plus, I'm getting the, the word to get out of here anyway. And I'm going to follow his lead, you know, because he's out to look after my best interest. And they wouldn't listen. No, they wouldn't listen, man. You know, and so I pray for them. But I, I have to do what the Lord wants me to do. That's it. You know, it's painful sometimes, but. I, I leave it in his hands about everybody back there, you know? I pray they come to know the Lord, even if it's in the last minute, you know? That's all we can do. Yeah. Oh, there was another uh, deep quake out in uh, the Pacific. Did you see that? Yeah, that was over by um, Indonesia and Papua New Guinea. Right. But it was a deep one, right? And it was seven point plus, okay? Now, these quakes... When they get up to the surface and they disperse, like what Dutch sense, this is all Dutch sense is uh, what he's figured out, you know, credit to him because he's been, you know, he's been watching this for years. What he says is basically when there's a really deep one like that, it'll be one to two magnitudes bigger when it finally reaches it and spreads out. So you're looking at eight or nine pointers possibly in the next week or so that may show up across, you know, the ring of fire. And that includes, Alaska, Washington, Oregon, California, Baja, and Mexico, all the way down around the west coast of South America, you know, not to mention Japan, you know, and China and uh, Taiwan area and uh, parts of Russia. You know, it's all part of that ring of fire there. So there could be some serious and then, it, you know, it, it could branch off into Europe, you know, the one way and then even down towards uh you know, the, Ant the Antarctic. And yeah, it's getting very so, real. 
you know, yeah. Well, the Earth is convulsing. It's it's electromagnetic cha cha, and plus the sun is belching, birth bangs, and, and it's squirting out stuff. You know, it's like, it, yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's exactly you know what a bunch of people have seen in the last twenty years, all coming to a head right now. Uh, the the economy is about to fall. Okay, so get your ducks in order now. And they have Fed now all arranged for that. Yeah. I mean, how many banks are in big, big, big trouble right now? One day we're going to wake up and the whole economy is just going to fall down, you know, like a black hole into itself. Like that planet Vulcan, you know, in that movie. It's just going to be a big sucking sound, like what Ross Perot said. And it's going to spread across the whole world. And probably going to start, like, I don't know. It could start here. It could start in Japan. It could start in Germany. I don't know. And you and I uh, talked about that, and all, we don't know, and let's be clear, we don't have the date or when that's going to happen. We only know that we're seeing the echoes of it now and have been for some yeah. time. And I think some other countries, you know, like the BRIC nations, whatever, you know, Russia and stuff, they're aware it's coming. And so they've made some smart moves to basically insulate themselves uh, from it to, to a great degree. And they'll be able to bounce back quicker and some places will never bounce back, you know? So. Well, that's why I made the comment about how they're trying to bankrupt and consolidate everything. So then after that, they can claim more control. That's how it works. It's always been that way. Yeah. Well, they'll say, okay, we, well, we have this new system we're going to institute and then, you know, take your mark, you know? Yep. You don't take your mark. Well, you're going to lose your house. You're going to lose your this. You're going to lose your that. That's a good point because you were just talking about how people don't want to leave, you know, things or like, oh, I got my house or I have this. It's like you're going to lose it anyway. Yeah. I mean, setting out your heart on things on this planet because they're all going to go away. Gird yourself up because you're going to endure some hardship. We're all going to endure some hardship. When I said the sergeant, you know, merry men are we. Mm -hmm. So there you go. And if you have comments or something or you have questions, you know, you can always comment, but leave a comment, leave a question, leave whatever on the site. And we'll try to answer it as best we can. And, you know, every day it's something new is coming up. I mean, how many food processing plants have been burned to the ground? And food's going to get scarce. People, I mean, literally people are going to eat each other. It's not something anybody wants to really think about. But believe me, that dog food in the corner is going to start looking good for some people. All these things that are happening, especially to this country, are all laid out by Moses in Deuteronomy of the curses of what happens to a nation when they turn their back on God and reject him and, and refuse to follow his ways. Well, welcome to the United States of America, because that's what's happening right now here. There needs you know? to be repentance, righteous living, and if people do slip up in sin, they need to be quick to confess their sin. Yeah. I mean, John Wayne and Patton and... Patrick Henry are all rolling around in their graves right now. You know, I mean, if, if anybody could pop out of their grave, it would be them right now. And uh, I imagine, you, you know, if you put your ear to the ground next to their grave, man, you can hear some vibrations going on. Because everything that our forefathers and, and like my dad and my grandfather, who served in the military, you know, all the vets in World War II, you know, and the Vietnam vets even, and the veterans right now, you know, are just cringing at the way that everyone is just throwing everything they served for down into the toilet. They're just throwing it in the toilet. And 
You know, and I served 26 years, man. What for? Just so people could throw their rights away and just willy-nilly disregard all the blood and all the sweat and tears of all the people that put out for 200 years before them? It's a tragedy of tragedies. I received a text this morning from, uh, I talked to Glenda earlier this morning, and she had mentioned something that she had seen like in her news feed. This was on Fox News, the DOJ is declaring people of faith enemies of the state. Yeah. So, I mean, well, what, it, what does it show you about where we are? I'll tell you what, that's an honor now, isn't it? It is, but it shows you where things are, you how know, real they're getting. I mean, it, you know, they've made being an enemy of the state like they made uh, people that got a dishonorable discharge because they didn't take the shot or whatever. They turned it into an honor. They turned it into a noble thing because... Everything else is upside down and backwards, you know? The country is a cesspool and a sewer of filth, and it's only going to get worse. And we're going to see things out there that are going to vex our souls like Lot. You know, he was unwise enough to go move to Sodom and go, you know, and live near that area when he should have chose maybe some other area. You know, God says, uh, come out of her, my people, you know? Come out of her, my people. And and that means spiritually and means physically too. I mean, if there was a place that was in our in our hearts and minds, you know, America represented in the past, that still existed somewhere on this planet today. The only place I can really think of right now is Russia. It actually is taking the mantle that America had, you know. The reality is it's Russia. I mean, <laughs> it's probably not that they're saints either, but they're going about it the right way a lot more uh, godly than we are right now. I hand it to them, you know. Dude, I've studied the Russians. I mean, I, I had to, you know, when I was in the military. I had to know a lot about them and what, and all their gear and everything, ranges, everything. And the people, you know. And I have a healthy respect for them, man. They are a hearty, very ingenuitive, very doggedly determined people. And I salute them. And I have no quarrel with them, but they have a quarrel here with us. You know, to be honest, my heart of hearts, I cannot blame them because I have a quarrel with this country. I have a quarrel with what's going on right now. And if anybody doesn't have one, you need to rethink your calibration a little bit because just letting evil pass by is not a good thing. Okay. And we're instructed to stand our ground and be the light. And show the way. You can't do that by just turning turning around and ignoring it. You have to make a stand somewhere. Nobody puts so, the lit lamp under the table. That's right, and that's what that's what a lot of the churches have done, and and the people, they've looked the other way, while sixty or seventy million kids were aborted, and butchered. I mean, you know, they use a vacuum cleaner basically. That's what they use. And if there's anything more evil than that, I don't know what it is. Anyway, I had my rant for today. Brother, I don't know, but get ready, you know, nothing else. Just get ready. Make sure you got food and water in your car. Make sure it's topped off. Um, Get away from the coast. Do it now. You won't regret it. And uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't be in any large gatherings of people. Like going to a mall or a big city mall or something like that, or 
stadiums. I, I would, no, I'm not going to any of those because these people are likely to drop canisters of some really nasty goo. Okay. That is going to basically make everybody's eyeballs bleed out. Okay. You know, I, I, I can see that coming. And then they'll say, Oh, we got a ter- terrible contagion. Let's lock it down. You know, and they purposely started it. So, um, they'll look for anything to, you know, yeah. Yeah. They're going to look for anything to get that lockdown in place. Yeah. They're going to ramrod it through like they ramrod it through the election. And isn't it interesting how now I don't know if you watch the gentleman on uh, YouTube. His name's Twisted Luck Truth. And he does all these videos where he's testing samples from the soil and the air. And it's been collected on his car and there's magnetics in it. And then a few years ago, it was coming out. There was magnetics in the meat. Remember that? Yeah, well, sure. I mean, the animals are eating it. Well, one of the things that Twisted Luck did was he put a sample of this in the microwave and it caught on fire. Yeah. So now you notice things that are happening with things catching, combusting, and just, you know. Yeah, the battery deal, too, you know? Yeah, that's why I mentioned that. Conveniently trying to get everybody on electric cars. Yeah. But my point is, if magnetics combust... Or it can be manipulated with a frequency. What does that mean for if it's in people and they're breathing it in and eating it? Well, they hit you with a certain frequency, Ray, and you know you cook from the inside out. Mm-hmm. You know, just like any other microwave. We definitely need to be declaring, you know, verses over our food. You know, no weapon form shall prosper against me. No. Lord, as I because- honor you in truth, you're faithful to bless my food, water, and air, and protect me from illness. You know, just simple verses like that. Yeah. Because there are a lot of weapons formed against us. So and it's not time to play denial and, you know, pre-trib rapture game and everything else, which it's a shame. There's so many who are unaware because they've been misled for so many years. Yeah. I am, you know, it's like a, we ain't looking for trouble, but it's coming. And you have to make a stand. And if it's the last stand, it's the last stand. That's the way it is. I, I mean, think about those boys at the Alamo. They knew what they were up against, and they all could have left. They all could have bonsaied out of there and gone north, but they didn't. They stood their ground. In doing so, they provided time for the rest of the troops to gather up and and get strong enough to put down this tyrant and stop him in his tracks. Think about that. Remember the Alamo. We're going to live it. We're living it. We're going to be living the Alamo, man. And, you know, God's allowing it to happen. And he said he would never leave us or forsake us. Stand on that, you know. Stand on that. I do. So, We've got to be living in his ways. Yeah. That comes with it. If you're, you know, playing a game, you're going to get in trouble. Uh, it says, you know, in, in Daniel, there's going to be a definite refining. Some will fall and be refined, you know, pure. I sure ain't perfect. And we're all going to get refined, you know, and it's going to be a a singeing hot fire that's going to burn away the chaff. The refining is going on right now. And there's actually people out there saying, well, when I used to sin, it's like, what do you mean when you used to sin? Everyone's a sinner. And if you say that you're not, you're calling God a liar. It's in scripture. So are you arguing and calling God a liar? Yeah. See, this is the misconception that goes on, too. I've seen it. I'm perfect in every little way possible. It's like, you better be sure about Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Nobody was ever made right by keeping the law. No, we're human beings and fallible. That's why I said you're going to be quick to confess the sin and repent when you do know that you're doing wrong. Yeah. 
Yeah. And there is a lot of division over that right now. Well, I think if people judge themselves with an honest, you know, measure, I think everyone can see what's right and what's wrong. And you just need to straighten it out every day. Okay. I mean, because you put your head down to rest, say, well, God, let me see how today went. Okay. And he'll show you. <laughs> and you're not going to like it, but that's how you get it fixed. That's right. It's just a simple matter of keeping it maintained. Just maintain it. Don't let it go. Because the devil wants to get in there and shove his, his wedge in there and twist it. Okay? Right now, man, he's going to be just dumping the filth all over the place. And if you got cracks in your armor, it's going to leak in there. So close them up while you can. Brother, I think yeah. I'm going to leave it there for this week. Thank you for being on. It's always great having you here. It's a blessing to everybody. And I, I think even yeah. you and I are going to be shocked, you know, in a lot yeah, of ways. I know. We're sitting here talking know, about man. it, but still. Sometimes he gives me a knowing, you know, of, of what the feeling is going to be like. And I'll tell you what, man, it puts a heavy, heavy weight, dead center, center mass in your chest. Um, it does. Just, you know, just for a few moments. But it's so intense that I get it. And I, and I, and I just go, Oh my goodness, you know, Oh, and I, and, and it's like, I feel his, his urgency and his mercy to get the word out, shake him awake as much as we can before he does, you know? And more of the body needs to be speaking up. Yeah. Yeah. It will. We're there. We're there. We are. Brother, thanks yeah. again. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all I have for you this week. May Jesus bless you all. Stay safe out there. Stay vigilant. And like you heard many run say, gird up your loins. Stay in prayer. Embrace what the Lord is trying to show you. Have a great week, everyone.